Together with Miko, we created WOMCO, the first uh, solution that is really trying to elevate women's hormonal health and improve their symptoms through the power of personalized nutrition, uh, combined with precision testing, consultations, and many other features that we are developing right now. Anna and Miko are the two brilliant minds who make up two thirds of the WOMCO founding team. Their groundbreaking food hormone connection app is revolutionizing the way women track and improve their hormonal health. Through their proprietary technology, they are able to analyze hormonal profiles and tailor recipes to specific menstrual cycles, phases, symptoms, metabolism, and lifestyle. Their work is backed by the accumulation of 20 years of scientific research, and it's already changing the lives of countless of women. Miko, with her biochemistry background and former food blogger with a following of 30,000 is the inventor behind WOMCO. And Anna, the CEO of WOMCO, is the passionate advocate for sustainable food and cellular agriculture with an MBA in business sustainability. Join me today as we learn about these fantastic young founders and their journey into entrepreneurship and how they navigate their co-founder dynamic. Hey guys, and welcome to the Prototype Podcast. Today we are joined with Womco, with our, the founders, Anna and Mikkel. Hey guys, how are you guys today? Good. Very good, thank you. How are you? I am awesome. Um, so I'm really happy to be speaking to you guys today. Um, I've actually ironically been using the app just to see how I'd feel. And I've really been loving it. Um, I think the first thing we should go straight ahead is just to talk about what Womco is and who you guys are. Of course. So, um, I mean, Womco started uh, from a personal uh, story. We both struggled with uh, hormone imbalances and many different symptoms for many years. Uh, we tried different methods, different uh, contraception. We saw different doctors, gynecologists, dietitians. Uh, and basically the thing that really worked for us uh, to feel better as women, feel more energized, have less symptoms, was really changing our nutrition. And so that was game changing. And we decided uh, that it shouldn't be something that women don't have access to. And so together with Mikkel, we created WOMCO, which is um, the first uh, solution that is really trying to elevate women's hormonal health and improve their symptoms through the power of personalized nutrition, uh, combined with precision testing, consultations, and many other features that we are developing right now. Uh, we launched the first version of WOMCO in March, which was a very basic free version to really test um, whether women were enjoying it and would uh, use such a solution. And after a lot of great feedback and over 1,000 users, we realized that there is much more to be done. Uh, and so now we're working on our new product. Okay, awesome. Um, one thing I really noticed about um, WOMCO is the fact that you guys talk, to, talk about yourself as a wellness-based um, app. So do you consider WOMCO as more of a wellness movement or and more than just an app? 
So I think we both agree that um, we really see this as more than just an app. We're really trying to help women at any stage of their life, at any stage of their hormonal health, with any kinds of conditions, their symptoms feel better. So whether that's through nutrition only or nutrition and more supports like, uh, I mean, consultations or even getting tested, we're trying to obviously bring, uh, I mean, real solutions and real improvements to women. So we're a bit in um, in between uh, three kind of uh, booming markets, personalized nutrition, uh, femtech, and then healthcare. But we position ourselves as something that is really focusing on women's wellness, uh, let's say, for women to feel better. But obviously, we kind of um, go a bit in, in these different uh, sectors. Uh, we take a bit of everything to to create this new solution. Um, we work with some uh, healthcare experts as well. So in that sense, we're not only focus on wellness but um this first version that we did was yeah very much focused on mm-hmm. wellness and regarding your question about creating a movement i think we envision womca as being a safe space for women where women can actually be heard in a consultation and where we and where they find the support that they need so it's not just an app it's a safe space for women where they can go check their symptoms and really understand their body from a roots perspective rather than having as always like the quick fix uh, take your pain and killers or take um contraceptions okay that's really really cool and just to go off of that um i'm really interested in you both you guys's relationship and how you went about actually meeting i understand that you guys met through a venture program with your other co-founder as well and i'm just wondering like how because the way you talk about your friendship and how all of you guys have different personalities but these somehow come together and create this perfect mix how do you balance this friendship and this business life and what are the challenges that you face in terms of these clashing personalities that's a great question and uh, thank you for noticing our synergy because we always say we're co-founders but first of all we're friends and i think our friendship uh, uh, makes our work relationship so special uh, in different ways first of all I think we're there to support each other uh, in, a, in a friend, like whenever we have a bad day or because obviously like building your own ventures can be stressful and it's not always good days. Sometimes we have bad days and so we need to alternate and support there. But when we support each other, we, we're there as a friend. And so I think that's what makes us uh, very special as well as being very hot, honest and open because since Ben and Annabelle became very close, uh, we have no issues in telling, uh, like in being fully transparent. And that helps a lot in terms of working together. But in terms of challenging, uh, I think uh, it, it is sometimes hard to, to balance it out. For example, yesterday, I told Annabelle, okay, let's go for a drink. And then we ended up working till midnight. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and so, so yes, it's true. Like sometimes we need to set more clear boundaries uh, as well. Uh, yeah, as, yeah. We, I don't know. Like sometimes I receive texts from Annabelle at eleven. Hey, like there is this that you need to do. But whereas I think it would be best if we set clear rules. Like after this no. time, it's only friends talk and no work talk. But yeah. it's, 
Bamco became so much like big part of our life and we love doing what, what, what we do. And so sometimes it doesn't feel like actual work even because we love talking about it. We love keep working on it and it doesn't feel like working. And yeah. Then, uh, Something, yeah. <laughs> I think the the good thing is that also we, we didn't uh, we didn't know each other before starting this uh, adventure together. So it really started uh, immediately about Womco, and we met, as you know, with this incubator that basically matched us together. So we had very different uh, personalities, very different background, different uh, studies, different work experience. We didn't live in the same country, and starting this together. Um, Obviously, as things kind of uh, came along, I decided to move here to be together. And I think it's also because we enjoy uh, each other's presence so much beyond the, the, the Womco uh, topic, obviously. But it's it's a very different friendship than if you have um, just a friend or, or just a colleague. It's something that you can't really describe because everything we do, um, we see each other every day. It really revolves around our I mean, the duo we have. And then we had a third person in the beginning, but that person uh, actually um, like is not with us anymore. And now we have a new person who joined uh, our team as a third co-founder. And again, with this person, very different background, different age, different interests. But that's, again, how it works out so well is because that person is so different that we can basically use all of these very complementary skills and and kind of add that onto our skill set and and make things grow but also confront each other and and kind of argue and and have stressful days where we cannot agree but that is making Womco advance to the next step and bring it to new heights so i think very important uh thing in a in a in, a, in an early startup is having the founders being very different for the um, the, the startup to be able to grow because if they yeah, have to bring different perspective onto mm -hmm. the same problem yeah. Okay. And I think one thing one thing I'm sensing is the amount of trust, um, especially yeah. when you got how you guys met, like just from that program. I'm just wondering how how did you build that trust? How that initial iceberg? How did you feel comfortable? You're like, hey, um, this is my idea. What do you think? Or how do you go about actually expressing yourself? And if you if you don't want to go down a certain direction, how would you explain it to your co-founder, basically? I think both me and Annabelle are very honest person. And that's something that uh, it was made very clear since the beginning, since we first met. And so transparency was key in, in terms of our relationship. And that's how we built, we built the relationship because we started from the latter point of from like going to deeper conversation into more superficial. And so that's how we build this trust. Um, and, yeah. Obviously it's, it's, um, it's scary in the beginning because you also have to rely on the other person for different things like doing the work, getting their own responsibilities and also believing enough that the person will, um, you know, commit a hundred percent work on this project for, I mean, the next year, the next two years, and in the beginning, you're not sure it's going to work out. Today, even, we're not sure it's going to work out the way we want it to work out. So it's always, uh, um, I mean, sometimes a source of, of stress or anxiety, knowing that you're you're both completely aligned uh, on the same page, that you're going to work together for the next, uh, I mean, X amount of, 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 of time to make this happen and, and make this a success as you envisioned it from, from day one. But uh, I mean, in our case, since we're very close, it's it's not been a problem. 
and I know from a lot of other founders that there is a trust uh, issue. I mean, and, and it's hard to manage when you don't know the co-founders so well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also happened to us with one of the, of the previous co-founders. So it's just things that happen. And uh, we know we won't have that, that uh, problem here. Um, so, yeah, I guess we we're just lucky to have found each other. Yeah, that's really nice. And I'm just wondering, I understand your dad's an entrepreneur. So did he give you any advice in terms of finding that perfect co-founder? I think it was your dad or mine. I guess both dad are businessmen. I oh, mean, okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> so did your fathers give you guys any advice finding yeah. a co-founder? Did they approve? Were you like, yes, this is the perfect co-founder for you? No, I mean, personally, my dad is a, is a solo uh, founder and uh, he just always pushed me to, to try out new things and to never settle in a routine and in a, in a position where I would be given orders and try and satisfy someone else and rather try and satisfy myself with creating new things. He's always told me that there is no greater, like I say, satisfaction and, and achievements sensation than building something of your own. But no, he didn't uh, advise me in the co-founder uh, thing at all, personally. Okay. Yes. Yeah, same oh, with me. Oh, you guys just knew. I think it was it's like love at first sight, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a match made in heaven by... <laughs> yeah, no, really. We also met each other very soon because we weren't in the same country, but then... I came to London and she came to Tel Aviv because I was in Tel Aviv at the time. And like we saw each other every day, like it was already very uh, synergy. Um, yeah, we clicked uh, immediately, you know, as you started dating and you tell this <laughs> <our> guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, going off of that, um, quick question. So, Anna, you actually moved to London. I don't know if you mm-hmm. both, yeah, you moved to London for Womco, like, were you scared? Was this a big risk? Because personally for me, I'd just be like, oh my gosh, I'm literally moving my life for this yeah. one thing. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was. I mean, so I was working in uh, in Tel Aviv uh, in, a, in a very fun uh, job, also something that I'm very passionate about, food tech. But obviously I was just learning and, and, and as Womco was kind of taking more space, uh, more time during my days, I really wanted to continue. And so I decided why not move to to London? Um, because it's, I mean, it's not that big of a move. Like if you had told me move to Thailand, maybe I would have, I don't know, panicked with London. I've always wanted to move to London. It's it's close to home. Uh, and then also I'm lucky that my partner lives here. So it was uh, a good, um, like a good decision. Uh, but obviously at the beginning I was a bit lost, like, okay, now I need to find a co-working and work on Womco and find a house. But it's it's all uh, been very good. Like we have a very established routine. We have some interns and lots of partners all based here helping us, working with us. We meet every day. We have the same office. It's very nice. It's a very, very good um, yeah. situation. And London is very dynamic for everything that is health tech, femtech, um, startups um it's it's so uh dynamic there's so many events and opportunities for us to meet people and and grow and i think it's the best city to to i mean one of the best cities to to get something started because you you just can't choose from all these opportunities that are there every day and we've been like leveraging that a lot and also you want to be somewhere where the environment is very stimulating Mm -hmm. and the startup ecosystem here it's as she said, like super dynamic and we keep on meeting founders, uh, some are in the same space that keep us motivated and, and having that perseverance uh, ongoing. So, so yeah, 
I mean, I I was here before because I started my master here, but uh, after my master, I was also considered, okay, should I stay, should I go? But then it was um, it was a good decision to start building our our venture here. Yeah, that's really cool. So I know because both of you guys, you guys have kind of like a well-traveled, I think, Nicole, you went to New York University, right? Yeah. And then you've been to Israel. Like, do you to New York, not, not New York University. Yeah. I lived in New York. Yeah. Oh, really? How was that? Yeah, no, it was. It was great. Like, I'm. I'm very grateful by that experience. I always say that living in New York was uh, the best school. Like, it taught me a lot in terms, in terms of uh, personal growth. Um, and then, yeah, after um, graduating from Columbia University, I moved to London for my master. Do you think Wamco will go international and set up a? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, we see it. We already have plans for great expansion. potential there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now um, just a quick break. Now um, I'm just gonna start a quick great game, and basically, I'm gonna show you two pitches. Um, it's gonna be two rounds of things that you guys have posted on social media basically and i want you to guess which caption is on don't freak out don't freak out it's all available i haven't like been creeping don't worry um so i just would like you what do we have yes the caption the caption the caption what caption matchups with what um so i'm just gonna add it to the screen <laughs> to the first one if you could guess the caption also explain the story yeah. behind it for our viewers as well yeah. Yeah. So which one's which? <laughs> it was uh, the picture on the right. I don't know if my right is your right, but yeah, yeah right. Yeah, me reading the book. Correct. <laughs> That's correct. So what were you doing? So this is kind of a trick because this is from the one of your TikToks, and I was like, oh, yeah. I need to find a picture. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, actually in the Canary Island, and did uh, I spent oh. a few days there to um, disconnect from London and work remotely there. And uh, and so yeah, I filled uh, my day there. I started, I think, by preparing bre uh, breakfast, checking my emails, went for a run, then worked. Uh, I don't remember on what at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then there I was um, on a little break, reading um, uh, a book about hormonal health. And then yes, and then I don't know how my day ended. And then I cooked the womka recipe and uh, went to bed, started a new day. But yeah, it was actually um, a very good uh, experience, uh, like working remotely somewhere else. And then do I need to, do, I'm gonna describe the picture on the left as well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so at the beginning, we started Womka with the idea of doing a milk kits. And so we literally went and buying um, ingredients from our MVP clients and, the, and and we packed out the ingredients and do it, do them like in proportion size in small like um, little containers and we measured everything and then we shipped uh, ourselves uh, those boxes to the clients then we quickly realized that the um, the business is not that as scalable as operation and capital intensive and so we decided to move into um, a digital product. Oh, I did not know that. That's really fascinating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. okay. yeah that was one of our first MVP. Oh, okay. Origin story. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's why there are boxes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you still have the boxes? What happened to them? 
Uh, yeah, we have some so many things that we bought at the beginning, like containers, uh, mm, measurement cups. Uh, so yeah, if you ever need, <laughs> we have plenty. That's, of- that's one <laughs> per, uh, memorabilia you can like sell. Guys, not value that a billion. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Uh, I'm gonna go to round two now. So guess which one is which. <laughs> Uh, yes, so that is the. Um, wait, that's the picture where I am standing. I know I'm standing on both. Okay, so the picture on the right, I mean, with the. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> so that's. You, um, yeah, explain the story behind each of them. Of course. So the one, uh, the one on the right, so the one where I have the thing written London Business School. We got uh, the the chance to to. Um, take part in this uh, very nice program organized by London Business School. And so for two months, we had um, three, no, four of their of their MBA students helping us tackle lots of challenges that we mapped out in the beginning. And so it was a very well uh, structured program because we mapped out these challenges and then everyone was focusing on one of the sub challenges, uh, running their own kind of like research, um, focusing on on different things so it was kind of a mini accelerator uh, that we really enjoyed and there was obviously a beginning um and and an end pitch and so this picture is the end pitch where we presented um i mean how we over overcame the challenges what we achieved lately and at that time we had achieved a lot because we went from being just more like mvp uh like pre pre launch to actually having launched the app, having grown users, having a clear plan uh, for uh, the next product with all the user feedback. So that was a great moment, uh, and so it was very nice to yeah to get the support from these people. So I did a post to to thank them. And the other picture that's a pitch um, that I did in front of many people. It's um, it's kind of like a competition with many other startups, and then there are many investors uh, that are kind of judging you. Um, this is when you won. Yeah, and so we won the best, um, most investable startup uh, of, the of the night, which yeah. was very exciting. And I really, personally, I love to pitch, especially on stage. Uh, I love to see how people react from just speaking three minutes about the product with the slides. And usually it's very exciting because a lot of people come after and then say how they really relate to what we're doing, especially women. Some men also do come and say how it's very interesting to see how yeah, femtech is, is moving and how nutrition can be applied to, to, um, to different uh, health conditions. So this is always a very uh, nice way for us to show what we're doing, pitching live and we really enjoy it. Uh, and so, yeah, there were a few events in London where we, we gave some pitches. Uh, I mean, those were, were two of them. Um, but yeah. And will you be looking <laughs> at any other future events so that everyone listening and watching can... Yeah, no, I mean, now it's it's summer. So now we, ha- we don't have many, I mean, we don't have many events. And to be honest, now we are really, really, really focusing on our product and our technology. And it's very time consuming. So now we've kind of switched to the... Um, pitching and and kind of the the yeah the whole um i mean pitching and, and public speaking and so on to really going more stealth mode and focusing on our product um and so that's going to be the plan over the summer and then september onwards it's going to be again uh going to companies because now we're selling our product to companies as well for uh, female employee benefits 
So it's going to, going to be more of these uh, outreaching and pitching. We do attend many events still, but it's just not events where we pitch. It's more events where we connect with people and we get partnerships going, um, but we don't really actually pitch. Yeah. Okay, cool. And just going off of what you just said, like, how were you both so convinced of this idea? Because I understand you only guys, you only were working on this for only a few weeks. And like I heard part of the story how you guys met over Zoom and you just were speaking about it and then you were bonding over the fact, the struggles you're having, having um, on your menstrual cycle. Like how, why did, were you so strong and passionate in this idea that you carried on after all those weeks and even after until now? I think... Um, the main reason is that, as Annabelle said at the beginning, we founded Wonka out of personal frustration. So we went towards that journey of navigating on with your hormonal imbalances. Like in my case, uh, I suffered from severe PMS since I first got my period and no one taught me anything, not even how to put a pad, like nothing. And so um, I really navigated into the, and there was also a lot of like period shame that added to the period stigma where, where I grew up. Um, and then I sick, I sought advice um, at 14 and then I went to see a gynecologist and immediately she told me, okay, um, you can take this pill. And so I started taking a hormonal contraception without even knowing what I was taking. And then I started experiencing um, side effects from the pill. And so she suggested me another one. And I literally tried all the type of hormonal contraception available and no one worked for me till mm -hmm. I realized, okay, there must be another way. And I started doing my research, reading books, uh, and I and I met with this amazing naturopath that really changed my lifestyle. And then when I met with Annabelle, I realized, oh, actually, it's not just me. Like, she went to, towards a similar uh, journey. And so we started digging much more. And, like, the statistics are crazy. Like, 85% of women suffer from hormonal imbalances. And, and through conducting our own surveys, we realized that many of them want would be open to change uh, uh, their approach uh, uh, to find a solution a more natural approach because 50 percent of women still rely on painkiller just to to manage their symptoms and i think that was the main point when the main moment when we realized after conducting surveys smart market research that there is a need and the, and the market is still very segmented fragmented and there isn't an actual end-to-end -end solution and so I think from that moment we decided, okay, we this is our personal mission because we've we've been uh, we we personally experienced it, and now we want to bring a, an effective solution to all women. And as Annabelle touched at the beginning, we don't only want to support menstrual health; we want to support women at, at all of their reproductive health uh, um, life. And so, our plan is also to work. Uh, in including um, um, nutrition for pregnancy, women trying to conceive, which is another huge topic that no one really try, talks about it, women in perimenopause, women in menopause, and so really being that tool for all kinds of women. And so, and so when you asked about expansion, yes, yeah, sure, like we don't want to help women just in the UK, we want to help women everywhere. Um, and so, yeah. I, I think, hope I answered. Yeah, I think another, the last thing is that uh, why we believe so much in in this idea is because there is a lot of research out there showing how ho hormones and and food are very connected, and how specific nutrients uh, have been shown to 
support specific symptoms. There is a lot of evidence out there about this. It's just that these studies are not really exploited and they're also fragmented. They're from different countries based on different women, different ethnicities, different uh, like si sample sizes, different symptoms. So we're trying to collect all of this and obviously make this space advance um, as a whole. And ourselves, we're trying to uh, initiate research collaboration uh, and, and studies with academia, with researchers, and really kind of use this data that we will be able to get on drawing new connections between nutrition and hormones and new evidence. And it's already, I mean, been a year and we can really tell that there is more and more awareness uh, around that space, more women doing cycle thinking, caring about nutrition and more women realizing that the food you put inside your body is just not, is not just food, it's really going to affect many other things. And what you eat is really, I mean, helping you feel better or, 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 or like support these symptoms. Yeah. Like nutrition is one of the main pillars for good health. and uh, But yeah, there is so much more that needs to be done in this space in terms of research as well. Like there is, there is still a, a big gap, but I think now there has been a shift towards at least realizing that there should be more female-centric studies. And, mm -hmm. and so we also want to be pioneer in that space by conducting our own studies and also with data collect collected uh, we, as she said, like maybe we can find out more stuff because there, there's so much more that still we don't know about our own bodies and, and it's crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was on the Womco app and I was just wondering, I think I know you have a nutritionist on board. Like how do you guys, like how does she come up though with those food ideas and do you guys have any input in that? Because I want to hear from that because I know Anna, you have a background in food tech. So yeah, it'd be interesting to hear from that. <laughs> so we have many nutritionists uh, actually that partner with us. We have different kinds of, of, of experts, uh, dietitians, nutritional therapists, naturopaths, gynecologists, and they all have um, some, let's say, uh, expertise in this area. So through their own um, practice, through their own patients, through their own, um, I mean, research they've done or, or consultations they've had, they have a lot of knowledge about what kind of food works for what kind of symptoms, uh, what kind of, for example, um, patients they've had trying to conceive. And based on this diet, they've they've seen that the person was able to conceive after years of trying with different methods. So they have all of this knowledge that is very valuable that they share with us. And then obviously in the very uh, basic app that we have right now, that this is the one you're using, um, it's very limited to only a few recipes, but we're now really working on a much stronger um, database that has more evidence, that has more recommended types of nutrients, and from these nutrients, a very detailed explanation of why these nutrients are helping X or Y symptoms. And then for other categories, like for example, women that have chronic conditions like endometriosis, PCOS, these are not, uh, I mean, they cannot be cured through nutrition. They cannot be uh, cured, but they but can still they can be, be managed. managed. So we're trying to provide um, nutrition tips that are aligned with the latest research in these spaces. So the diet that you should try and adopt if you have PCOS to manage your symptoms or for same for endometriosis. And so obviously we're not saying that the woman will wake up not feeling any pain or not feeling any endometriosis because it's a very painful condition. We're just trying to bring all of the knowledge, knowledge we can so that it's easier to manage and maybe the symptoms decrease over time. And we've heard from people and, and many women that actually it works. Some women are very 
um, I mean, involved when it comes to diet f- to manage endometriosis, and they've had very, very uh, significant improvement. So these nutritionists, these partners, they really help us to shape the the, the database, so the backend, the things you guys want to see, and all of that then goes into the app and becomes these recipes, these recommended foods. Now we have a lot of education content as well. Now we're also accounting for different contraception methods. So if you are on the pill or the combined pill or the mini pill, your cycle is different. And then, for example, if you're on the pill, there are some nutrition deficiencies you might have. So that's also why we're introducing nutrition testing. And from these tests, we can spot if you have iron deficiency or, or magnesium deficiency. And then if you're vegetarian, we might supplement you with some plant-based source of iron. So we really try and account for anything you might take or have to respect in terms of your diet and have the appropriate foods that can support your specific health goals and your specific symptoms based on these partners' expertise and the research that is out there. And obviously, it's a, it's a research in progress. So there is no one-size-fits-all, black and white, you have to eat this and this and this for PCOS. It's more about change this, try this, and, and let's see how it goes. And based on the, um, on the symptoms evolution, we hope to make a model that can also learn uh, by itself from the user uh, in individual case and recommend different things based on the user's symptoms and the evolution and really have very personalized content uh, that most uh, other apps today don't. Um, so yeah, that's how we're working with these people right now. Okay, that sounds really exciting. And just to go on with that, now I'm more interested in, into hearing how you plan on serving and expand, exp- serving more people and also expanding. I understand that you guys are going to start um, doing, I think, biomarkers and blood tests. So I'm just wondering how that's going to go about and when do you plan on seeing the whole result at the end? Mm-hmm. So we're we're working on upgrading the product and really bringing it to the next level. So right now, the app that you're using, uh, it's basic in the sense that it provides a personalization just catering to your menstrual cycle, your phases, your nutritional preferences, and your symptoms. But right now, we're upgrading the model and also including women that are on contraception, as she said, and also ex- the different type of contraception. Um, and then we're catering for women uh, who are uh, trying, um, who are in perimenopause, and so we have specific tests for them, uh, or women that are trying to conceive. And, and so we're working on upgrading that model. Uh, and in terms of tests, how it, it would work is that there's going to be an initial assessment with uh, with, uh, with our team, which is going to be a 15-minute call, and based on, on that call, the doctor would will uh, make the specific hormone and nutrition test kit. So it's not going to be one hormone for ev- hormone test kit for everyone, but it's really going to be dependent on the person, the specific symptoms, history, and uh, what she's trying to achieve and find out about about her her body. And so then the hormone and nutrition test kit get created. That is very bespoken to the person. It gets delivered at home. It's a finger prick t- test, and then after two days. Uh, she will. Uh, she's going to be able to view the results on the app, but those results are not just going to be like a report, but they're going to be detailed explained in a second call. The, and and also on that call with the dietitian, they will discuss like detailed action plan and um, and feedback and what things she would need to address in order to. Um, to reach her health goal, and then all of this data get fed back into the app, and so 
the app will uh, provide more uh, personalized nutrition uh, plan based on the biomarker health biomarkers that are checked um and uh, and also like the wellness education tips would be updated as well that's really cool um final question where can people find you um what can we do to like support what you guys are doing Thank you. Uh, so the new product will be available very soon, hopefully around September. And in the meantime, the users, I mean, anyone can just use the current app to get acquainted with what we're doing. Uh, and uh, I mean, follow us on, on Instagram. We post a lot uh, of education content around everything that is women's health, hormones and nutrition. We post a lot of recipes, reels and so on for women to get some ideas of what to cook based on their face or symptoms. And we can also uh, start um, with some consultations if they need before the, the new product is launched because we have a big network of, of dietitians uh, who are yeah. happily consulting with with women that need some support so yeah just on the instagram there is basically everything you need and then LinkedIn you can well. also follow us on linkedin <laughs> for the more uh, business updates on when we launch and we also post some articles about how alarming the um, for example statistics are that show how women suffer from hormonal health uh, issues in the workplace uh, and also how we're going to 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 companies to have Wamco as a female employee benefits, trying to give the employees more um, empowerment, championing them in the workplace, helping them thrive and also helping them be more performing and avoid taking days off if they have symptoms. So everything business and kind of um, partnerships and stuff is on LinkedIn and otherwise the whole education about what we do is on Instagram. So yeah, feel free to um, follow us there and download the app uh, in the meantime uh, before the new the yeah. new product is out yeah and also for any concerns question you can reach out to our email um <laughs> we're <laughs> we, we're there to answer any type of thank you for watching the prototype podcast where we help you turn your ideas into reality please subscribe below